0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Laura Horn Art Podcast. This week we're chatting about Instagram, the ups and downs of having a social media presence and I'll be sharing with you how my approach has changed and some of the strategies that I'm using to help keep things in check. We also have an interesting chat about whether the things that I do, making paintings, creating online classes, whether it's work or whether it's just fun. I hope you enjoy. Let's get into it.
1: Okay, here we are again. Hello, hello.
0: Hello, we're back back having a cozy chat again. What yeah. are we talking about this week?
1: Well, today we were going to have a chat about Instagram, I think. Um, stepping up your Instagram game.
0: So what I wanted to talk about today was how to have a healthy approach to Instagram or even to social media and um, how you you know having a healthy way of using social media can be you know very good for whatever purpose social media serves you so that could be growing your business or developing a more consistent creative practice or if you you know if you're doing something completely different um, social media can you know help you with your goals. And, uh, but it's important to keep it all in perspective and to check in with how it's working for you.
1: Well, they say you should never bring your work home with you. But when, uh, when Instagram is a part of your business, it never really leaves your side, does it? So.
0: Yeah and I think a lot of people are really experiencing that this, these days that their businesses have expanded into every aspect of their life and Instagram is so accessible and you know it's hard to know when to step back and to keep a kind of healthy um, approach with it all.
1: There's been some changes on your Instagram feed at the moment or are going. Uh, Instagram Stories heavy?
0: Yeah, so I'm a bit late to the party with Instagram Stories and I tend to be a bit of a late adopter when it comes to new features on Instagram. Uh, I like to kind of sit back and, and see what's... see how they play out for a little while and decide whether or not it's going to be something that I want to uh, incorporate into my, my social media presence. And with stories, um, uh, first of all, I just thought maybe it would be a little bit time-consuming, um, and perhaps it was something that I didn't need to do, and that I could just focus my energies on my main feed, which I think is a is a perfectly valid strategy because I'm a big believer in um, doing what you have time for well, rather than trying to do everything so um, selecting a few things and really focusing in on that and so for a while there I was just really focusing in on my Instagram feed Uh, but what was happening for me was I was feeling a little bit like I wanted to share more of what goes on in my day-to-day life but I know um, that people really enjoy my feed primarily to see what art I'm making. And, you know, I've thrown in a few personal bits and pieces here and there over the years. And I do get the sense that people are more interested in the creative side of things, which I completely understand. Uh, But I wanted to, you know, provide a bit more of a, a rounded picture Um, so that people could see other aspects of my life and know that, you know, I don't always get to paint every day. And there's other things that I'm doing and juggling. And I felt like Instagram stories might be a good way to explore that. So I thought I would just give it a go. And when I Like when I try something new, one of the things that I really like to do is to commit to it for a period of time. So um, often I'll commit to something maybe for 30 days just to really try it out and see how it feels. So um, with the stories, I think that's what I'm going to do is just do it for 30 days and then reassess. But one of the things that I'm really loving about it is that Instagram stories is actually... It's a real opportunity to be creative and I hadn't even really been looking at other people's Instagram stories so I uh, before I started popping a few of mine up I spent a bit of time just having a look at what other people were doing with Instagram stories and it was it was quite interesting to see how people are approaching it and you really get a, a bit more of a sense of people's vibe like their personality comes across in their stories and there's lots of creative ways that you can uh, include video content and um, photography and you've got such a short space of time it forces you to be creative in a different way and so after doing it for a couple of days I'm starting to really enjoy it's like a it's that visual storytelling and yeah, it's just another way of building a little bit of creative muscle, I think. So um, that's, that's another reason why I'm enjoying Instagram stories because it's helping me with, I guess, presenting my story.
1: So was it a business decision to start allowing your followers into your private life or was it just a decision that you decided to make to experiment
0: I think it's a bit of both. Uh, I think we have a great opportunity with social media to enable the people that engage with us to build a really strong connection. And part of that is that people are connecting with you as a person, not just what you offer or your product, but with you. And so by allowing people to see different aspects of me, it means that the people that connect with that um, are going to deepen that connection and the people that that doesn't resonate with then they'll move on and they'll find somebody else that they can have that connection with and that's absolutely fine. So I think for me it is a bit of a business decision about really engaging with the people that are going to Um, enjoy that experience of what I have to offer so you know kindred spirits really is what I'm talking about so there was that side of it and then the other side of it okay so this is actually quite a personal reason and uh, if you listen to the very first podcast we did you'll know that just in the last um, few weeks, I've started a bit of a um, journey of wellness, I guess, really focusing in on getting fit and exercising and those sorts of things. And I wanted to bring in a little bit of accountability with that. And so by sharing a little bit of that on my Instagram stories, is actually just helping me to really focus on living a healthy life a healthy creative life so that's another um, motivation for me in sharing Instagram stories because you have to remember that social media is a very powerful motivator and it can really it can really hold you accountable like if you say to people that you're going to do things like I'm going to do a hundred day project for example and there's many people that do um, creative projects for a period of time or 30 days of this or then it really encourages you to keep doing that and, and presenting that to your audience. And so there's a, there's a power of accountability that I like to access with social media.
1: That's great because if I was listening to this podcast now, I'd be saying to myself, oh yeah, but you already have a really well-established Instagram page. You have 50,000 subscribers or followers, but I remember when you first started out with your Instagram page, and you would spend three hours, four hours after work, head down on your phone. So here you are talking positively about this powerful social media platform, but how, how difficult it is to maintain that kind of content creation and response, you know?
0: Yeah, well I certainly learned that in my experience, uh, I felt a little bit like I was trapped in this cycle of having to post and it had a lot of benefits for me, I mean that's how I grew to be, um, I guess, to be able to sustain a business. It's all really because of Instagram, you know. I. I sell most of my work to people through Instagram, my online classes, my, it, you know, Instagram has been absolutely instrumental in creating a viable business. But it was a hard slog at the beginning and I was spending a lot of time on it. I had the approach when I started of posting every day and that was kind of my commitment that I made was that I would post every day I was also um, responding to comments uh, a lot so I was engaging in the community much more so you know I was putting in a you know a couple of hours in the evenings and you know that was at the expense of my family you know not being present for them so uh, I really had to think about how sustainable that was and that has led me to make changes in how I manage my uh, social media Um, and now I do feel like I'm in a much better place um, with where it fits you know in my everyday life. So
1: getting off your phone but being able to maintain your social media presence that sounds almost like an impossible task so how would you go about doing something like that
0: yeah it's an ongoing challenge to balance the needs of your business if your business is very dependent on social media you have to recognize the importance of it uh you know i think i think if you're not using social media you're probably missing out on many possibilities that are available to creatives through social media so it's it is important but you've got to balance that with other things that are you know more important family time you know uh, rest relaxation doing other things that you enjoy um, your hobbies your all sorts of things like that so I have made some changes to how I do things and one of the big changes for me has been to move away from actually doing a lot of my Instagram on my phone and I now manage most of my social media from my computer, um, my desktop computer and the reason for that is I still sort of operate in a kind of workday sense with my computer so I, I you know I use my computer differently to my phone And my phone is more what I flick around on. But with my computer, I I guess it comes from spending many years working in an office. But when I sit down on my computer, I tend to work. I don't tend to do as much, you know, fluffing about. So that in itself is helpful. But I still have to do things to really make it work. And what I do is I use... I use an app called Plannerly. There are a few different ones out there that you can use to um, manage your Instagram, but Plannerly is great because it allows you to schedule your posts in advance if you want to. It just makes it faster because you can use a keyboard to type up your um, posts. You can reply to comments more easily. Uh, it's It's a really useful way to work on social media in a I guess a, a more focused way so what I have been doing is actually blocking out time so I have about an hour in the afternoon that I'm spending primarily on social media so about between about four and five in the afternoon uh it that's not always the case sometimes it moves around the time but the concept is still there that I'm doing it in a batch I um I often set a timer. Uh, I have a, another app that I use, which is called Pomodoro, which is about having focused bursts of work during the day. Um, the Pomodoro concept is actually about doing 25 minutes of work and then having a five minute break. I don't actually do that, I do about 45 minutes of work and have a 15 minute break because that's what works for me. So I'll set my little Pomodoro app on my computer that says 45 minutes and I will spend 45 minutes on my desktop computer doing my Instagram um, setting up the posts, responding to comments and I do that on 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 a Monday to Friday daily basis and rather than sort of checking in all throughout the day. And I'm trying to do that in the afternoons because I wanna keep my mornings free for other things, um, like writing content or creating artwork and things like that. So I'm trying to use the sort of time in the day um, when I don't have quite as much energy, but I can still do things like respond to a comment or upload photographs into Plannerly, ready for Post next week. Uh, so that's one of the things that has really helped me. And I'm also really trying not to not to even go on Instagram that much during the day. So I'm taking, you know, taking sort of big chunk breaks from Instagram and I'm finding that's really, it's really helping me. To focus on my own work, and my I, I sometimes say focus on my own game, like not get distracted by what I'm seeing, not get into a comparison trap with looking at what other creatives are doing, and maybe feeling envious or um, you know wanting to be on a different path, perhaps. Or I might see someone who's, for example, maybe they've just released a book, and I think to myself, wow, I'd really love to publish a book, and you know I just get distracted and I and it helps me to just tune a bit of that out, and so that I'm focusing on what I'm doing, and I'm enjoying that. I'm actually enjoying that break from all the noise.
1: Yeah, so break is important, uh, not only in business but also in your personal life as well. So, with all with all of that said, like that's a like it's a lot of time spent on social media. Like, is there is there any is there ever a time where you just take a break completely, like just phone off? for the evening like when was the last time you turned like you you just turned your phone off for an evening and sat down and watched netflix because i've been noticing you've been doing that a lot lately that you've you you've been wanting to get to bed early Mm. so phone off computer off sit down in front of netflix and watch one of your scandinavian shows so (laughs) i've been noticing i've been noticing that that you're having this conscious effort to do that
0: yeah you know what it is a conscious effort I actually have something in my calendar scheduled called focused relaxation and I actually got that term from someone and I can't think who but um I find that having a time where you sort of switch off is really helpful and I love you know I know it's still screens and everything but I love to switch off by sitting on down and watching one of my favorite Netflix shows I love watching as you know generally it's not in English (laughs) I love watching shows from different cultures
1: this podcast is in subtitles (laughs)
0: Uh, you know so (laughs) but yeah I really enjoy um, just yeah, not even having the phone. Often the phone's not even near me, you know. It's in, you complain about the fact that I don't have my phone near me but sometimes I just stick it in the bedroom or um, wherever a charger is and I'm out in the lounge room and I just enjoy having some peace and quiet from all those, you know, distractions that come through from social social media. So, um, yeah, I, I enjoy making time for you know watching tv or reading books or things like that in the evening as a way of taking a break but back to your question like as far as I've I've never really had a long break I've seen a few people who you know have gone off social media for a period of time so you know even like a few weeks or a week or um and just sort of said look I need a bit of headspace I need to take a bit of time or, you know, or they might be just going on a holiday or something like that. And I, I think that's really healthy, you know, not much is going to change. Uh, I think we just get too caught up in, you know, how many followers we have and the comments, likes, all that sort of, and lose perspective because your, your mental health and your well-being is super, super important. Like, really top of the list important. So things like taking a break, going on a holiday, exercising, eating well, um, taking walks, getting sleep. Super, super, super high priority stuff. And if you need a break from social media, take a break. Take a break. Look after yourself. I think that's really important. You took a break. I did. How long was your break?
1: Ooh... 14, 16 weeks. And the only reason I came back on it was because there may, be, there may be a requirement for me to answer any technical questions in your Instagram feed. So if you look at my Instagram, you'll see I've got 10 followers <laughs> and following six people. And yeah. I'll, I will continue to put up some photographs that I take, some portraits or whatever. But um, the biggest thing for me was that being a photographer and a videographer but also being a coach in a professional sport you have all these threads and feeds that you're a part of so whenever there's a game on or an event you have all these feeds that's where you get generally that's where you get most your information from so i thought that i was a part of this massive big community and i thought i was this really established member and i was off all forms of social media for four weeks before I received a text message. And one was from my sister, and the other one was from somebody that normally messaged me on Messenger, and they couldn't get me. In four weeks, I wasn't missed, and that was an eye-opener. And it's funny that when you go in and talk to clients who want content for their social media, And you tell them you're not on social media because it takes up too much of your time. The answer is always the same. Oh, well, I need mine for my business. Correct. You do need yours for your business. But as long as it stays your business, that's okay. Because the amount of wasted hours, and I can only speak for myself, but I remember I was editing a program and I edit on three screens. And I I had the job I was supposed to deliver. On the smallest screen, and I had Facebook open on one screen, YouTube open on another screen, and I had Instagram on my phone in my hand.
0: Yeah. I know.: And it- I,
1: just, I just took a, a step back, and luckily f- enough for me, I was down at the playground with Asher the night the day before, and he'd come over and he said, "Dad, are you going to get off your phone?" And then that was just the tipping point, and I just wiped them all in one fell swoop.
0: Yeah. It is really eye opening. I um I put one of those apps on your phone that actually shows you how much you're on your phone. And it's there's a couple of them. There's one called Moment and I think there's one called Mute. And that can be really frightening actually. Like I realised that I was spending maybe three hours on my phone just answering people, doing and I when I thought about that I thought, geez, I could really I could really be spending that time doing something else you know I you know I could be exercising I could be you know I could be making art but I'm spending three hours so now I've condensed it down to an hour you know I'm spending an hour on social media a day so I'm gaining two hours to do other things
1: yeah look it's the world has changed that's a fact yes everybody has a phone everybody will continue to have a phone we need to stop saying things like, oh, look at that child. They have a they have an iPad. Isn't that terrible? Back in my day when I was a kid. No, that's not the way it is. Today, social media, online presence mm. is just a fact of life. That's just the way it is. What we need to do now is is manage it. So we need a healthy way to manage social media. Yeah. But now coming full circle, back to social media, your stories yesterday were showing a few hints of some minimalistic work that might be uh raising its head sometime soon
0: ah yes so in my stories yesterday i had a little bit of a sneak peek into the new class that i'm developing at the moment. And we were due to be filming it this week, um, which we mentioned in the last podcast, but I didn't feel quite ready yet, so I was still kind of exploring uh, what I wanted to put into the class, so I've been uh, yeah, getting in deep with uh, with exploring what you can do with less, which really just fits in with a lot of my philosophies on life at the moment and how I'm trying to live my life uh, I'm really enjoying the, the sort of concept of of do we really need as much stuff like or can we you know can we make beautiful things using less supplies and similarly with all sorts of things whether that be cooking or how we decorate our homes or whatever it is but um you know just really looking at what we're what we're doing and approaching things in a more mindful way and I'm really really enjoying it so yesterday I started just with an exercise that I'm looking at with the class which is on how to mix different colours using only sort of two colours and black and white and so we call that like working with a limited palette. And I was just really enjoying the process of mixing those colours and then looking at how you can use textures and patterns and different ways of laying down the paint, because we're mixing acrylic paint, um, to create subtle variations. And I love that. I love that you can create so much with so little. And that's what will be. Um, covering in the next class, which we will have more details about in the next uh, couple of weeks as we pull the class together. So um, so that's all in action at the moment and what I'm spending my studio time on.
1: When you do a prep for a course do you consider that work or fun? Like are you having fun out there?
0: Oh Well yesterday I was, def- I was definitely having fun uh, I I really enjoy, uh, yeah I really enjoy just playing with my supplies and, and thinking of different ways to teach techniques and I enjoy the process of making art probably more so than the outcome. I really enjoy things like mixing paint or the sound of a tool scraping against a piece of wood or the, you know, the scratching of what I often etch into my work with a skewer. I, I love those sensations and so when I'm just exploring and looking at different ways to teach, I really love it. I really enjoy that part of it. So no, it's not work for me. In fact, do you know what? Not much of what I do feels like work. Uh, I, I really thoroughly enjoy what I do. I enjoy all parts of it. I love writing, I love you know we're talking about Instagram but I love putting up photographs I love interacting, I love answering questions. There's so many great aspects of being a creative person and I'm thrilled that I get to do it. I didn't always have this. I spent many years working in an office not enjoying my work well you know enjoying aspects of it but not really feeling alive and I feel very excited about things that I do and that we you know we collaborate on together doing things like this this podcast it's doing new things and challenging yourself it keeps you going it really does it gets you through things so yeah I like to always have something that's kind of pushing me a little bit
1: a healthy dose of fear in your life
0: exactly exactly my Confidence has grown so much through my creativity. Like I, I, really do feel that I've, I've changed substantially since I started regularly creating artwork. I can tell you, you have, and doing, doing all the things that come with that. So putting your artwork in an exhibition, or approaching someone about having your work in a local cafe, or uh, all sorts of things. Teaching those sorts of things are always pushing pushing out your comfort zone a little bit.
1: Market stalls.
0: Doing market stalls, all those kinds of things that you might do to, um, you know, to spread the word around about your creativity. Even just the practice of making art. I mean, you make art and it's rubbish sometimes. And you just gotta, you gotta put, you know, stand back up again and, and keep going and push through. And it's just, it's so good for the soul. And I really do believe in it. I really believe in in creativity as being really important to a healthy life. So that's it for this week. Thank you very much for listening. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram and my website and recently Twitter as well. All of those I am on under Laura Horn Art. So very easy for you to find. And I... Yeah, look forward to another chat next week.